Hey, my name's Helen and you're listening to the Love Mondays Club podcast. If you're a fellow tutor, trainer or coach, then welcome. You're in the right place. Whether you're looking to start, grow or expand your online services, this podcast is for you. My goal is to help you build your business, earn more money and have more fun in this messy muddle we call entrepreneurship. Every Monday, I'm going to be sharing practical tips to help you accelerate your business. From marketing to mindset to money, we'll cover it all. So if you're ready, let's dive in. At the time of this recording, it is around the sort of end of May, beginning of June, and summer is around the corner. And of course, this is the time when a lot of us are thinking about summer holidays, maybe going away. And I myself have also recently got back from a trip to Greece. I really wanted to talk today about, I guess, sort of, a little bit about the importance of having holidays in your business when you're self-employed, but also how to get paid while you're on holiday. I know that this is something that especially for people who are quite new and starting their businesses, and actually it doesn't even have to be new. Maybe you've been doing it for a few years now and you feel like, God, I have not been on holiday for a long time. And I think a lot of this, and I speak from my own experience here, is because of this fear of the fact that we know when we go away, not only is it going to cost us money obviously going away, but also so we're not potentially going to be being paid during that time as well. So it can almost feel kind of in our mindset like a bit of a double loss going on. For me personally, I do think that in those early stages of my business, I would still sometimes sacrifice a bit of that money because the value of like recharging and going away was really important. However, over the past 12 months, I've managed to kind of change things around in the background of my business and essentially ensure that I am still getting paid while I'm on holiday. And I want to talk to you a little bit about this today and explain to you like how I do it and maybe give you some tips about how this can be something that's like a reality for you in your business as well. A bit of background on my sort of attitude towards holidays, which sounds like a strange thing to say, but if I'm really honest with you, I actually used to really resent the idea of holidays, like the concept of holidays. Like, first of all, in my office job, I hated this, you know, I hated asking for time off. I didn't like that feeling of like, you know, having to get permission, like a school slip, you know, to leave. There was, of course, always the restrictions around like school holidays and things like that and the balance. And generally, if I'm honest, it was I didn't like this idea that I was leading a life where I felt like I needed like, quote unquote, a break and this idea to recharge, switch off, escape it all. And then of course the inevitability of this is that I would have to come back and face reality. Monday blues, back in the office in the middle of February, having just been away somewhere sunny. Those were bad, bad, sad times. (laughs) So I guess for me that was actually one of my big bits of motivation of starting my own business was I didn't like this idea of a having allocated holiday time you know only getting say six weeks off whatever it might be a year and I didn't like that kind of feeling of there not necessarily being the balance of that freedom in my life. Now of course the total irony of this was that when I then left paid employment and started my own business I arguably had all the time in the world but I actually felt like I could never take a holiday because you know quote unquote time was money and it felt like at the time it was much more important to be growing the business rather than you know having a jolly up somewhere abroad. I was definitely stuck as well in a bit of that cycle of like feast and famine you know like really good months and then low months and it ended up becoming a bit of a thing for me that I would use holidays and kind of like other people's downtime and their free time as a way for me to then drum up a bit of extra business. So as you can imagine there was never really a 
break in between all of that time. Now, don't get me wrong. I think for a lot of us, we have different businesses and, you know, there are going to be different points in the year where, to quote a cliche, but like we sometimes need to make hay while the sun is shining. And, you know, if you're in busy periods of the year, then arguably maybe not the best time to go on a break. But there's also this element of like balance throughout the year as well. And if you're going to have these periods of intense busyness, making sure that you have sort of allocated time for a break. Now, fast forward a few years and things have changed for me a lot in the background, not just in kind of my attitude, I guess. Well, my my attitude towards holidays, I guess, has changed quite a bit, but also in the sense of like how I find the balance and freedom. So for us, you know, I speak collectively of me me and my partner, not just myself. Like one of our big goals is having this freedom in our businesses and also to potentially think about living abroad and this is something that we're really testing out at the moment and experimenting with. Now of course you know it's not as simple as we just pack up our suitcase and leave, there's so many logistics involved in all of this. So right now we are kind of going into this very interesting like testing zone and I'm very happy to share this with you and talk about my experiences of it because lots of my clients I talk to also share this ambition of, you know, traveling, moving abroad, doing different things, like, you know, totally really embracing that like freedom lifestyle. So I'm very happy to be the guinea pig and let you know the ups and downs of this process as we go along. (laughs) But right now, the plan is that over the next 12 months, we have got nearly the equivalent of about two months worth of being abroad planned. And that's going to help us, you know, test and map out lots of different things. Some of it is going to be within European time zones. So that's not going to be too tricky. Some of it is going to be in New Zealand's time zone, which is going to be very interesting to see how that gets managed. But there's a plan and I'll let you know about that nearer the time. (laughs) But this is the thing. This is all part of the kind of experiment. And I think also the excitement of running your own business is embracing that freedom and seeing what you can do with it. And it's also important as well for us that when we are going abroad and doing different things, that we have this like balance of travel and doing nice things, but also work and having a consistent income. So for me right now, a big focus and with my clients as well as helping them is to create this sort of financial stability for them that does then allow this freedom in the background in our businesses. So let's get straight to it and talk about the finances, because of course, this is the most important part of it all is this of how we can achieve this freedom. I guess one important bit of context that I'm happy to share with you is that in terms of my finances, I pay myself a salary. So I have my pot that all my income goes into but every single month I pay myself the exact same amount because for me personally in terms of managing money there's just that predictability there and it makes budgeting a lot easier and then alongside this one of my biggest focuses in the business in the past sort of 18 months really has been on growing recurring revenue streams in my business and pretty much every service I offer now is in the form of some kind of recurring payment so I'll give you some examples so I have two businesses I have my sort of coaching and mentoring business that I have and then I do still do a little bit of my tuition business as well on the side. Both of those are in the form of mainly in the form of memberships or in the form of sort of payment plans. So for example the memberships are like a rolling monthly contract for people whereas the payment plans are maybe people who want to sign up for a set amount of time working with me and then we take the cost of it and just split it over how many months that's going to be. This kind of way of creating revenue in my business means that I have the the capability almost to predict for at least the next three months, six months, possibly even 12 months, looking at different trends of what my revenue is 
is going to be. Another sort of context to this as well is that I no longer really offer like one-off sessions or one-to-ones. This is a bit of a personal choice, but it's just because I found that by doing that, like again, the temptation was always there to fill up my diary and be like, oh, well, just one more spot or just one more little one-off session there. And I also found as well that it kind of took away a bit of flexibility and these things would often peak and dip over the months, um, depending, you know, on the seasons and things like that. So for me, predictability is really important and gives me that stability. That said, I do quietly every now and again do still do the odd little one-to-one session but for me it's going to be really flexible and it's only ever during like really like limited periods so for example in the winter when I know the nights are getting darker a lot quicker I'm maybe a lot less active (laughs) you know I'm going to have potentially a little bit more free time so it gives me that flexibility and then finally as well I also have sales from like passive income products as well. So for many years, I've created online courses, especially over in my sort of education business. And that there also drives sales just through like passive memberships and passive just like one-off courses as well. So as you can see, there's lots of like streams of revenue coming in. And this is something I work with my clients and really help them to sort of build into their businesses as well. Because again, having multiple different streams of revenue coming into your business gives you that flexibility, means that it's time goes by you can lean in more on one side maybe than another and it just gives you options which I think is very freeing and liberating in your business you know and gives you that creativity that's kind of how the financial side works so essentially what that means is that you know you've got the predictable revenue and also by paying yourself a salary as long as you know your pot is filled up and has enough in there it doesn't matter if you're necessarily working four weeks of the month or two weeks of the month you're still going to get that same amount of money so that takes a lot of pressure off you now of course though there are logistics to this and how kind of how you can kind of get this set up and working so I want to share with you a few little tips around this as well and how it's really worked for me and for sort of me and my partner as a couple going away and how these things work so first of all it's all really important to sort of like plan like your holidays and breaks sort of as far in advance as possible so I guess in some ways the kind of spontaneity of like a random holiday has been lost a little bit but equally by planning my sort of trips and breaks means that I can sort of spread them out throughout the year that they're not all on top of each other so I feel like I've always got something nice to look forward to like every quarter every half a year whatever it might be but also as well it in terms of like when I'm launching products when I'm in kind of like creative times of like making a lot of content and things like that there's sort of like a balance of it throughout the year and of course as well it really helps with budgeting and kind of spreading things out as it goes another thing as well is and this is I guess just a sort of general bit of advice in terms of like working with clients is I try to make sure now that I don't overcommit to clients and encourage them to expect almost like a 24-7 service from me because this is something that I definitely found back in the earlier days with my sort of education business is that I would make myself almost too available for people all the time. So what that meant was that when I did then want to maybe have some time off or something like that, it became very, um, not awkward or uncomfortable, but they just weren't used to it. So I almost, there was like that sort of the expectations there were becoming a little bit sticky between us. And I almost felt like I had to haggle for the time off, which was not ideal. (laughs) So making sure that you're not over committing to people and making sure that, you know, they know that, for example, you know, 
know, maybe two to three weeks of, of months, you're always going to be, you know, there for them and your clients, but they should expect there's always like a week of almost like downtime in your business. And again, that's where the planning ahead can really help you. You know, if you know you've got these allocated downtime sort of weeks in your months, then that's the time as well for you to take, maybe take a break and go go away and things like that. Of course, another really big thing is also prepping ahead. So thinking ahead with like marketing and stuff like that, because again, we don't want it to be the case that we go away for maybe a week, two weeks, and then everything just suddenly goes totally silent. Now, that said, I will caveat it and say, there's nothing wrong with taking a break from social media. You know, it's going to be there waiting for you when you get back. But arguably, if we've got the time and the energy to keep that kind of consistency going, then why not? Why not do that prep ahead? You know, so for me, in my case of my business, it was a case of getting all my podcast episodes up and running and ready to go and, you know, all the prep done for those. Um, Talking a lot with my virtual assistants and making sure that like they had everything that they needed and they were able to sort of keep things on track for me in the background. So that was really helpful. And that also meant that with all of that stuff sort of going out on autopilot for me while I was away, I was actually still getting sales inquiries and people booking in calls and discovery calls and things like that with me, even when I was, you know, abroad lying on a beach, which I think is, you know, for me, that was that has been like a dream for a very long time for things to run in that sort of autopilot mode. And like I say, it just required that bit of prep and planning beforehand. Another one as well is like prepping ahead with client updates. So one lesson that I've really learned is our clients, especially more my education side of the business, I would say, are very busy people. You know, they've got a lot of things going on. And whilst I feel like, oh, well, I've told them I'm not going to be here next week, you can't necessarily guarantee they're going to remember that. (laughs) So for me, you know, email marketing and the kind of automations that sit around that are a huge part of the kind of successful running of my business. So I always make sure when I go away that I also have emails set up, just going out to all of my clients, just giving them a gentle reminder to say, don't forget this week, I'm not here. Have a great week. I'll be in touch. We'll see you next week. And of course, putting on out of offices and things like that. Because I guarantee you, even though you feel like you've told people and given them loads of warning, it doesn't mean that they won't forget and you'll get that notification to say someone's joined your Zoom call or they're chasing you to say, where are you? (laughs) So again, it just creates like a really good customer experience as well that you're keeping up to date with them. One thing as well that I will say is that for me, and this is like a very personal thing, but I am still generally happy to do a little bit of work on holiday. Um, But of course there are limitations to this. So it's massively scaled back. I won't be like recording podcast episodes like this when I'm on holiday, or I won't be doing kind of like backend, maybe website stuff or anything. But there will be, you know, like a level of service that I'm still going to provide to, especially like my high ticket clients who are used to sort of having that like one-to-one support from me. And again, this is all about managing expectations with people and just explain to them like you know maybe the context of where you are and you know planning for there not to be too much interruption now I will say you know when I was away my clients were wonderful and you know as much as I told them I'm here to help there was I noticed they were all very quiet that week and you know was saying no enjoy your holiday so you'll also find that as well potentially with people but it's nice to still kind of have that like open communication relationship and that's something for me that's really important because that's you know that's the balance and kind of goes back to what I was saying at the beginning of the episode of for me a holiday personally isn't about this kind of like switching up and escaping reality because the optimism is actually I'm happy with my reality I like the balance that I have I'm just lucky that I get to you know do what I do at home 
but in a nicer, sunnier location with, you know, better food and better drink and things like that and a nicer view. So that for me is like a personal one. Also as well, thinking about like the routine on holiday. So something to really think about is obviously time difference preparation. So, you know, even if you're a couple of hours ahead, if you're someone like me, who's a bit of an early bird, you know, I will get up early and start sort of cracking on with client work straight away and getting in touch with people but I had to sort of think well hang on a minute if I'm doing this at seven in the morning here then actually they might be getting notifications from me at five in the morning which they might not appreciate (laughs) so a little bit of like time difference prep and blocking is really going to be really helpful and as I say managing expectations you know there were certain days where I was going to be around a lot more than others and just letting people know about that and of course I think the last kind of logistical thing to think about is also equipment that you're bringing with you so This was one of the first breaks I went away where I didn't have like my laptop and most of my kit with me, which on hindsight I regretted because actually, you know, when you change location, like we talk about this a lot, don't we? You know, when you sometimes you have your best ideas when you're taking the dog for a walk or, you know, just pottering around somewhere, getting out in nature. Um, so typically my mind was bursting with ideas while I was there and I was like, oh, I wish I had my laptop just to sort of crack on with some of this for a few hours. But I didn't. Instead, I just had my phone and my notebook and my kind of key ways of getting in touch with people. But yeah, planning ahead with these things, like for example, about a year ago, I went to Spain and did I knew I was going to have some live calls and things while I was there so I did make sure that you know I had my laptop I even brought things like you know ethernet internet cables with me um because of course I think that's one of the biggest challenges with working abroad is internet um I'm just you know not not that the internet's not good abroad but more in the sense of like you don't necessarily know until you get there like how secure the connection's going to be so highly recommend having cables with you if you can um bringing decent microphones because again quite often going abroad you're in rooms that are maybe more you know like tiled floors maybe like bigger and more open so potentially from a sound quality point of view it's going to be a lot more echoey so just planning ahead like with like sort of headphones or microphones and things like that can be really really helpful um now of course this all totally depends on where you're going i'm sort of describing a hot country there aren't i with like the tiled floors and things like that um but these are just all the kind of little logistics that even over the past year of doing a bit of work abroad i found have been really helped helpful and helped me to feel more prepared in the future I hope that this episode has been helpful for you. As I say, the time of this going out, we're sort of heading into summer. So definitely, you know, if you are thinking sort of long term and you're thinking about, you know, like how to kind of have that balance in your business, definitely number one thing from a financial point of view is thinking about like recurring revenue streams and kind of creating that predictability in your business. And then also, of course, as well, just the just the logistics, you know, I guess one of the main things I would say is that kind of forward prep of like prepping ahead with clients and trying to automate as much stuff as you possibly can, just so that, you know, that everything is running smoothly for you in the background and you know with our businesses we want it to be the case that we can take a step back we can you know it doesn't even have to be for holidays it could be for anything you know there's lots of things that come up in our lives that maybe take away our time and and energy and concentration from the business but we don't want it to come to a complete grinding halt so automations and processes and things like that can really help you now of course as always if you want to know a little bit more about this and you want to know a little bit more about how I can support you um, details of how to book in a discovery call with me will be also in the show notes for you and I would love to 
to have a cup of tea and a chat and just find out a little bit more about your business and hear about yeah how you would like to grow it and how potentially you would also like to integrate things like this like recurring revenue and traveling into your business as well Otherwise, have a wonderful week and I look forward to sharing next week's episode with you, which is going to be episode 50. So a bit of a special one. Okay, goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Love Mondays Club podcast. Don't forget to review and subscribe or share this episode with one of your business friends. For more information and support from today's episode, head over to the show notes at lovemondaysclub.co.uk. Have a great week and I'll see you next Monday.